That's right, hold up. It's the Milkman here, celebrating the huge Cowboys victory. And this goes out to all you Cowboy haters. We them boys. Show us your TDs, week four. Let's go. Political oh, hey, it's the Milkman, and he's on Cloud9, and he wants you to join his sweet tight end on Cloud9 as well. He is happy. He is celebrating like no other man can. But And, of course, he's joined by his fellow co- co-host, Gooby. How are you doing? Terrible. Terrible? Why terrible? Terrible. Because fantasy is terrible, and so are some players that are injured. Yeah, but that sounds like a you problem. It definitely is a me problem. (laughs) All right. uh, Well, we'll help help the audience and explain why you're feeling terrible. Let's get into some fantasy matchups. Let's do it. Already, let's get into this fantasy matchup. First versus second, me versus Timmy, the tight end. Timmy, oh my lordy, I'm gonna save the best for last, but also the fact that uh, I lost this week. Um, I lost 111 to 131. Uh, yeah, I'm down in fourth now from second. So, yeah, let's get into this matchup. Uh, Pittsburgh defense versus Arizona defense. Arizona put up 21 points versus my dismal Pittsburgh defense who put up two points. They were right? lousy the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I dropped them. I dropped them. <laughs> I picked I up the Cowboys defense right here, buddy. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, Young Ho Koo put up six <laughs> points versus... The best player on the Denver team, Brandon McManus, putting up 16 points. I appreciate it. Damn. The only thing they do right on on that squad, but go on. Dude, you put up like a wide receiver, like a mediocre running back type of score right here. I was like, damn, like, I'm keeping you forever. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's go into tight ends. Travis Kelsey versus Mark Andrews. Oof. I I, 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 I was gonna I was, I was gonna say Miles just to kind of fuck with it just again. Throw it off again. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know what? Not so bad. Travis Kelsey with ten point four. My buddy Mister Andrews ten point nine. So I, I was quite happy with that. That was uh, that was a scary matchup for me. All right, Derek Henry versus Aaron Jones. This is where this is where the matchup was gonna be, and Derrick Henry put up 16.4 points, 113 rushing yards, 31 receptions, no touchdowns. So I didn't get very much off of Derrick Henry. Aaron Jones, roughly the same, 82 yards, one rushing touchdown. So uh, 16.4 for Henry and 15.6 for Aaron Jones. Uh, I did all right there. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> first quarter 
goes out. Only puts up four points. And this is where it all starts to go downhill. Alvin Kamara puts up 17.8 points. A.J. Brown (laughs) goes out first quarter. Puts up only .3 points. Versus Hollywood Brown puts up 5.3 points. So I was... I was a little happy there, you know, not much points from Hollywood Brown. So I was like, maybe I could come back. Justin Jefferson, 17.8 points. He actually showed up. He actually, he actually had a game and I was very happy to see that, especially the way my team is looking right now versus uh, Mr. Moore from Carolina, 12.5 points from him. So not, not too shabby, not too shabby. Now the big matchup. Russell Wilson versus Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford putting up 40.95 points. I'm going to say he's a top three quarterback in the league right now. God numbers. God numbers. Godly numbers. So, yes. Versus Russell Wilson with 21.6 points. I was loving it at that point in time. Now, going into the Monday night matchup. I was down 24 <laughs> points, and I needed Mr. Devontae Smith to put up 24 points, and he did not. Two point. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you he was he wasn't even going to break the six point mark? He ended up with 2.8. Yeah, there there was nothing I could do. Even my bench couldn't save me. I mean, I had Brandon Cooks on the bench, and he put up 11.7 points. So there was really nothing I could do to win this one. Uh, the injuries are just there for me. I didn't get to start Daryl Henderson because he did not play. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not looking good for me. Uh, losing this matchup puts me in fourth. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking for next week. But uh, how, how was your fantasy for last week? Okay, well, before I answer that, I just want to say your first domino was your first player playing in that Thursday night game. When McCaffrey went down, that was signs of things to come. I felt bad for you because Alan and I and Tim, we all laughed as soon as McCaffrey pulled his hammy. Yeah, we were all like on the floor. And yeah, who who knew? Who who knew that like Henderson and A.J. Brown were going to miss action too and basically handcuff your ass? Well, uh, Henderson, hand, I knew. Hand you, over, hand you over on a silver platter yeah. uh, to tight end Timmy. Henderson, I knew that's why I benched him, but the A.J. Brown situation was not uh, called for. No, man. It was shit luck. But that's fantasy. Uh, Moving to me, I'm in a glorious mood because I finally won this or that last past week. I pulverized Lisa 132 to 95. She had no shot. Basically has no idea what she's doing. It was glorious and Melky is going to do for the first time this season give a little praise to his team Chase Claypool and this is only because I'm in a good mood he had a nice 9.6 points almost 10 you projected 10 Dan Carlson what a waiver pickup besides Justin Tucker who we will give homage and praise to later you're the second best NFL kicker in the league nice 13 points good job man Austin Eckler, way to join the party. 16.7 points. You're a dual threat. I love that Herbert, your Herbert security blanket. 
Thank you for showing up this week. And a surprise show up, Antonio Gibson. I've been waiting for your monkey ass to, I probably shouldn't have said that, but I wait, I've been waiting <laughs> for your ass to do something uh, over the past two weeks. And you got a nice 16.4 points. That 73-yard touchdown was a thing of beauty. Saints defense. That was another solid pickup. 20 points. You talk about, who'd you say got 16 points on? Uh, McManus. Yeah, McManus, your kicker. Wide receiver wide receiver numbers. That's also wide receiver numbers or running back numbers. That's a good day for uh, any of those positions. And the defense got 20 points. Smacked around New England. Made Mac Jones look like a little child running for dear life. It was great. And... The creme de la creme, Justin Herbert, 41.65 points. Bro, thank you for carrying my team and putting it on, on your back. You balled out in fine form. This is the Herbert I've been waiting for, offensive rookie of the year last season. I think he's back. And that is why I curb stomped Lisa. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you uh, you definitely you definitely pulled that one out, and uh, you're you're looking good going to your next matchup. I am because uh, who am I facing there? The injury prone, oh hungry, oh Henry. That's right. It's digging for gold versus oh hungry, oh Henry, and it's going to be a slobber knocker. Why don't you tell them the projections? All right. So, well, if you guys haven't noticed. Oh, Hungry O. Henry is yours truly. Digging for gold is this man over here. And, uh, yeah, it's the fantasy matchup of the podcast. So uh, let's go Matthew Stafford versus Justin Herbert. I feel like we could go do a little bit of banter back and forth. You know, I talk about my player. You talk about your player. Uh, Stafford's got Arizona. I like this matchup. Their secondary is not the greatest. Uh, I'm hoping he's going to spread the love to none other than Cooper Cup. Okay, fuck Robert Woods this week. <laughs> I'm not even starting him because he's a bum. That's okay, then. You can spread <laughs> the love, Stafford. Do your thing. Uh, I like my matchup. I I think I have the better quarterback in the end uh, mm. at the moment. Mm. Uh, I just uh, said he's top three in the league right now. Made me uh, two better. I don't know, man. Justin Herbert showed the he finally showed up last week, and he's also playing a division uh, opponent. And it, both are statement games. Like you know what? I feel both quarterbacks are gonna ball. This actually might be a wash. Just the mind frame that these uh, QBs are in. Stafford's playing all world. Herbert is coming out of his shell. So who knows? Anything can happen. But. I'd actually just give it a wash. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of agree, but I still give that little edge. The The predictions are uh, 30-92 for Stafford versus 30-21 for Herbert. So it is a wash in the end, but with that little bit of an edge for uh, Matthew Stafford. You'll need all the edges you can get. All right. Uh, Justin Jeff- Jefferson versus Stefan Diggs. Uh, Justin Jefferson's playing Cleveland. Uh, let's hope he has a game like he did last week. Um, still Thielen's getting that ball in the end zone. So it's a very, it's a very tough matchup for me. Uh, I'm going to give this one over to Diggs. What do you think? 
I've been waiting for Diggs to actually have a game, have a Stefan Diggs game. It's been Emmanuel Sanders. It's been Knox. It's been Beasley. It's been everyone else but Diggs. And I get it. They're double teaming. Uh, the assignments are strictly to keep Diggs at bay. But I think with a really bad Houston defense, this is his breakout game. So I'm going to agree with you and give the slight edge to Stefan Diggs. All right. In the second slot. It's going to be Brandon Cooks, unfortunately, versus Jamar Chase. Again, giving this one over to Jamar Chase. You know, Houston, their quarterback situation is not really there. Brandon Cooks is getting love, but he's not getting, like, a a ton of love, right? Like, it's not like he's putting up 20 points a game. He's averaging roughly around 11 points a game. So, it's a good flex starter, but he can't be a wide receiver, too, and that's where I have him. Yeah, Jamar Chase has scored four touchdowns in uh, three games. I had not used him yet. If I had used him last week, the score would have been even worse uh, for Lisa, but I didn't, so I'm actually going to use him this week. He's got a favorable matchup in the Thursday night against the Jets. Let's hope that him and Burroughs continue that rapport back from the college days at LSU. So, Jamar, make me proud, man. He's got the Thursday night against the Jags. That's right. You said the Jets. <laughs> oh, did I? Jets, Jags, both teams suck donkey balls. <laughs> yes. Speaking of the Jets, though, I got Derrick Henry versus Austin Eckler, and Derrick Henry is playing the New York Jets. Ooh, suck, 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 suck. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give this one to Derrick Henry all day versus Austin Eckler, uh, especially against the Jets. I'm hoping for a big 40-point game from Derrick Henry to carry my team. If I can get a 40 from Derrick Henry and a 40 from Matthew Stafford, this game, this matchup will actually look decent on paper. Yeah, well, if ifs and nuts were if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, you know, I guess it would be a better world. But Derrick Henry squeezed his 40-point game already. Thank God he's not getting another one. Uh, that Tennessee. That whole Tennessee team is riddled with injury with A.J. Brown. Julio's hurt, apparently, too. You're going to ask Henry to run the whole entire game? I mean, yes. if anyone can do it, yes. But I don't think so. I think the Jets are going to stack the box. He'll get his points. And I'm going to give the edge to Henry because he's the king. But I don't expect a 40-point game. Or at least I hope there's not. But, yeah, go King Henry. All right. All right. Um, In my uh, running back two slot. It may change, so I'm going to give a little double double view here. I got Daryl Henderson. He was injured last week. He looks like he might be coming back this week uh, from a rib injury. It's just bruised ribs. It's not fractured. So uh, he is playing uh, Antonio Gibson. Daryl Henderson's playing Arizona. Predicted 9.65. I think he could put up about 15 to 20 points. If he is healthy, but they're also going to start sharing that back with Sonny Michelle. So it could harm him. I'm going to give this one to Gibson if he plays well. And there's a reason why he's going to play well. I'm going to give it to Gibson as well. Henderson, uh, even if he is healthy, the Arizona defensive line is pretty good. Uh, with J.J. Watt and, um, Ty- and Chandler, not Tyson Chandler, but Chandler, one of the Chandler brothers, uh, they're really good down there. So look for a split back, unfortunately. And if Henderson can't go, even better for me. 
So I'm going to give it to Gibson. Continue the trend, buddy. You're the you're the start engine because Heineke sucks balls. So we need you to start us off, man, and get me some points. <laughs> now, uh, if Anderson doesn't play, I will be playing Naheem Hines, who has been getting has been getting some love in, in Indianapolis. So uh, I I won't be too upset starting him, but I would rather a healthy Henderson running in the backfield than Naheem Hines. So. Well, I would still give that over to Gibson. Well, Hines is great in the red zone. They love him in the red zone. So that could do wonders for you. I'm just hoping it doesn't resort to that. I'm just hoping your team eats the poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> now, for another wash, I think, uh, Mark Andrews versus Waller. Uh, Mark Andrews playing shitty Denver. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I give this one a wash. Um, I mean, Mark Andrews put up a nice game last week, and uh, I hope he continues with that. What do you think? Uh, yeah, the way Waller – like, Waller played um, great week one, but he hasn't done anything since. Since They are double-teaming him. They He is the go-to guy. So that's allowing the field to be open for um, Edwards and Ruggs and any other wide receiver that Carr's throwing to. I'm kind of hoping that – because it's a divisional game, it's an important game. It's battle for top spot that Waller just like balls out and comes out of a shell because I've been tr- actually trying to get rid of him. I'm trying to uh, offer him up because he is arguably top three tight end in the in the NFL. I'm trying to get more depth. So Waller, prove me wrong and let me keep you on my squad because, bro, I can't have you getting five points and six points each week. It sucks. I need more. All right, all right. Definitely, because Andrew, after the MVP season from Lamar, Andrew has not been his favorite target. It's just Lamar running or, you know, throwing it up to Hollywood or Sammy Watkins or, you know, or any other player except for Andrew. Andrew's not getting much love. He got love last week, but I hope the trend ends this week. (laughs) Now, for me, this was just me padding up the stats for the podcast i won't <laughs> lie i know this man's probably not gonna start and then there's a reason why he's not gonna start in our flex spots we got aj brown versus chris claypool i only put chase, aj brown chase in here to pad chase. this what's that chase claypool oh it's chase claypool sorry my bad he's canadian uh, get his name right <laughs> so I only put AJ Brown in my flex spot to pad the stats for the podcast. Um, he's probably not going to play. They are playing the Jets, so it's probably going to be a win. Most likely, even if he doesn't play, it's going to be a win. So I think they're going to sit him out. Uh, so, yeah, so it's going to be uh, either Kenny Galladay or Devontae Smith. And I might go with Kenny Galladay. I know he's questionable, uh, so I'll take a look into it once it gets there. Um, but, yeah, if A.J. Brown does play, they're playing the Jets, so I highly favor that matchup. Uh, if he plays and he is healthy, I choose A.J. Brown. If he's not healthy and I go Kenny Galladay or Devontae Smith, I give it to Claypool. Uh, I wouldn't. Ben Roethlisberger sucks. And, yeah, He's padding like Claypool got 96 yards, but he didn't do anything else with it. 
I, I would actually give this a watch because if AJ Brown doesn't play, it's still no advantage on my part. Uh, who knows what the black and yellow is going to do each week. The O-line is garbage. So, honestly, I wouldn't even pay attention to that matchup. If A.J. Brown doesn't go, though, it's not the end of the world for you because you have two great matchups, and this is the only hint and, you know, the only thing I'm going to say nice about your team and the only advice, sorry, that's the word I'm looking for, advice I'm going to give your team. You have a favorable matchup uh, in Devontae Smith. Uh, Not so much Kenny Galladay, but the Chiefs' defense, especially the secondary, is a ball of flaming garbage. So that might actually work wonders mysteriously in your favor. All right. I, I, I like it. Thank you for the tip. Uh, I also might start Naheem Hines if uh, Henderson plays. Yeah, so. you do what you got to do. I don't I don't really care. I'm just I'm out there to thump your ass. <laughs> Which I've already said you probably will with the injury riddled team that I have. You never um, know, man. It's fantasy. Hey, like I said, week one or yeah, week one podcast. I mean, my team on paper looked amazing, but injuries happen. So you, you never know. You never know time. what happens. Now, I'm going to say other than the QB matchup. This is the best matchup we have on oh. this paper. It's going to be one versus two. Carlson versus McManus. The kickers are going hard this week. Uh, this is a wash, man. They're both doing absolutely fantastic. Like I said, Carlson's number one. McManus is number two in points. It's a wash. Both studs. Uh, actually, this is the second um, most matchup I've been looking forward to because anything can happen with these two they they don't miss they don't miss at all and i you know carlson um i'm glad that game went to ot uh, last week because it got me even more points and you know what mcmanus can do he's been around for a long time so this is going to be exciting i can't wait to see the results yeah uh, i'm excited for that one now the quick change in defense for me i picked up dallas defense they're Facing Carolina, you got New Orleans facing the Giants. This is going to be good. I, I I like Dallas. Dallas is looking good. They're leading the league in takeaways. At the moment, I will say they are the best defense in the NFL at the moment. Mm-mm. Mm. They're, they're, they're doing well. They're there doing- you go again. You, you had it set up perfectly, and then you just dropped it. A D bomb, which is stand for dumb. They are not the best defense. They are average defense, actually. If you look on the stats, they are mid of the pack. They do lead the uh, league in takeaways, which is awesome. We're not used to that. Trayvon Diggs, you're a fucking all star. You're going to be a Pro Bowler, but no, they are not the best defense. And Carolina is still the best defense. And Carolina is no slouch on the offensive side too. So that should be interesting. Yeah, it, it's going to be a good matchup overall. Like I said. Uh, I'm going to give that one a wash. I mean, I'm, eh, I'm going to give a slight edge to new Orleans after the thumping they gave, uh, the Pats last week and they're playing the giants, the giants and the giants look horrible. And this could be a game where the giants just like say, okay, enough's enough and get their first win because let's face it. Teams look overlook other teams and the giants look like hot trash. So maybe, maybe this bites me in the, in the rear. I don't think so. But, you know, who knows? I'm going to give the slight edge to the Nolia Saints. Let's go. 
All right. And uh, do you predict a win this week? I'm going to predict a win. Not as not as one sided as you think. I actually think you're going to put up points. I think you're going to give me a heart attack like you did last year in our second game. I think it was the second game of the season. That you I beat I, you the second game of the season. No, you, you beat no, me you, the first. No, you didn't. I swept you. Did you? I did. Uh, that's okay. I swept the league. Yeah, but you didn't sweep me. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had played you in the finals, I would have beat you. But that's again, okay. if, ifs and buts for candy and nuts. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty close. I actually think it's going to be like uh, what you and Tim had last week. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be glued to like every game that my players are playing because one slip and you could dummy me because you have the difference between our teams. You have guys who can just like ball. You have guys that are game changers. I don't besides Herbert and he's still not there yet. You have game changers. Henry Stafford. Um, Je- Jefferson. You know what I mean? Obviously, McCaffrey when he's healthy. Uh, so you have like that at your disposal. I don't. I have guys who are on the fringe. So that's why it could be very close. Well, yeah. No, like I said, if if Henry has a game against the Jets, which I'm, I'm sure he can and he, he probably will. You know, if Stafford puts up 40 and Henderson puts up or uh, Henry okay. puts up 40, man, like that's 80 points right there. That's. That's a long way. I just need a couple other players to put up at least 10 or 15, and it's 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 going to be a matchup. Can't wait, brother. Yeah, man. All right. All so, right. Yeah, that, that's it, man. That's that's this that's this week's matchup. Me versus you. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm sure we're going to be texting back and forth, talking shit. Ah, uh, always. I can't. May the better cowboy win. Yes, sir. All right. Well, speaking of disappointments, sorry, Gooby. Let's get into some week three highlights. And we'll start off with the Chargers upsetting the king of the castles, the KC Chiefs, the runner-ups in last year's Super Bowl, 30-24. to 24. Justin Herbert was all-world because he won me last week. He had 281 passing yards, four passing TDs, 16 rushing yards, and a two-point conversion. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, had 260 passing yards, three passing TDs, two INTs, but and 45 rushing yards. Gooby, my man, the Chiefs are one and two. Are they in trouble? Uh, I don't think they're in trouble yet, but they're getting close. They're on the edge, like, and and it's getting it's getting pretty scary for them. Um, I mean, I think people are starting to figure out Patrick Mahomes a little bit. And obviously their defense isn't helping. No. Uh, so yeah, they're they're in trouble. I mean, they're still a playoff team. They just need to get their act together. They might need to pick up some extra defensive players. But yeah, it's like it's a twenty percent in trouble right now. They're 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 not that bad. Uh, they're just uh, they're having a rough go. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I never bet against Mahomes. He's the best player, rated number one for a reason. So as long as they have him, they will be just fine. Give it some time, people. Stop overreacting. You know, put some sugar in you and shut up. I, I got a question for you. Yeah. Would you would you bench Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it up every podcast. Uh, you know my answer. I don't bench the best player in the league. Not <laughs> ever. 
<laughs> all right, all right. Um, you know what, though? Speaking of the best, we're going to talk about one of the best kickers in the league because he holds the new NFL record for the longest field goal. Justin Tucker putting up a 66-yarder to win. Like, I just, I, I watched that. It was kind of like, uh, I, know, I know it's completely different uh, kind of setup or whatever you want to call it compared to Kawhi Leonard's shot. But, I mean, that when it bounced off the, off the uprights, I was yeah. like, man, this, this takes me back to the Kawhi Leonard shot. I was like, man, like this is gonna this is this going in? Is it not? And then as soon as it bounced in, man, like that's crazy. Sixty six yards, uh, unbelievable new NFL record. It was insane. I I didn't see it live, but I got the update of the amount. So I had to like go on my other screen and see if I could find the highlights for it right away. And then I saw it, and I I couldn't believe it. Hit the uprights like you just alluded to. Man, it was a thing of beauty. And not only that, he won the game for them because they almost lost to the Lonely Lions. And he's been doing it for 10 years, man. There's a reason he's the best. I got something I want to tell you, though. Actually, I got something I'm going to ask you. Do you know who previously set the record before he he broke it? Uh, is he still playing? Yes. Is it Greg the Leg? Nope. He's on your, uh, I'll give you a hint, he's on your team. Is it McManus? Yeah, it's McManus. McManus. 65 or 64? 64 when he played for um, the Broncos. Yeah, it was with the Broncos. Yeah. There, there's. Yeah. I think there's a couple that have 64. Yeah, well, he was the latest McManus okay. before Tucker broke the record. So, yeah, your boy uh, doing big things, too. But his record's gone. <laughs> yeah, no, Justin Tucker, man, you killed it. Congratulations on the NFL record. Uh, I'm sure we'll see more. Well, let's stick with records. I guess it was a record-filled Sunday. And we're going to talk about the Arizona game and the Arizona versus Jaguar game. So Jamal Agnew sets NFL record with a 109-yard run off a missed field goal for a touchdown against the Cards. Cards, the Cards are lucky. It didn't cost them the game. Final score was 31-19. I mean, they came back and won. So should we chalk this up as a bright spot for the Jags? Not really. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 whatever. Yeah, you congratulations. You made an NFL record. But, like, it was your special teams. It wasn't your defense. It wasn't your offense. It was your special teams. You got Trevor Lawrence, man. Like, you guys need to step up. Like I said last podcast or two podcasts ago, like, you guys need to work something out with your wideouts, your running backs, your offense, whatever it is, because either Trevor Lawrence is going to leave or you guys are just not going to trust in your offensive line to protect him and he's going to go down. I think baby steps. I, I think it's pretty cool that they are they're in the record for something and not just being shitty. Uh, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, the, I mean, I, I'm going to take the silver lining in this and it's. They should be happy they did something right. And they had they had uh, Arizona on the fringe, too. Like, you know what's crazy? Besides the first game against Houston, they've had the Broncos and they've had Arizona on the ropes. 
and then they just fail in fine Jaguar form in the second half. So they just need to like be consistent. It'll get there. Maybe when you and I are dead, who cares? We're not Jags fans. Sorry, Nemo, but the Jags suck balls. You need a new team to root for, but baby steps. Try the Cowboys. We done boys. All right. This one, I'm not going to put on this player because <laughs> I don't think it's his fault. <laughs> Justin yep. Fields, six of 20, 68 <laughs> yards, zero touchdowns, and nine sacks. Nine sacks. This one's not his fault. He, he, Yeah, he didn't look good, but there's a reason. Too much pressure, and you can't play under pressure unless you're fucking Tony Romo. Because he can fumble a ball fucking 15 yards back and still get a good first down. Yeah, but he can, so he can also miss a snap and cause the Cowboys not to hit a field goal in a playoff game. And then make me punch a hole in a door? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, so Justin Fields, man, I don't think it's his fault. Uh, that offensive line is just brutal, brutal for that team. I mean, how do you let up nine sacks? That's just that's just uncalled for. It could be an NFL record, too. I don't know. Do you know how many uh, sacks Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett had on him? What, like seven? Four and a half. That's yeah, it's ridiculous. It was a rough day for him. I don't put the whole blame on Justin Fields. I put majority of it on head coach Nagy. I actually think he needs to get the boot. And it's one thing. I don't advocate people losing their jobs, but it's not working. It's not working. And now you have him speaking rubbish about, well, full bit or as Bob would say, big dick Nick Foles. Uh, you have Orange Crush and Andy Dalton and you have Justin Fields all now in contention to start next week. Or this coming week, sorry. The ship is sinking, and it's sinking quickly. Uh, I was actually listening to uh, my buddy's podcast uh, yesterday, um, and he said if they don't, if Chicago doesn't win, Nagy's probably getting fired. I could see it. I I got. I definitely could see it. Like something needs to change there. Uh, by the way, I just googled. Uh, most sacks by a team in one single game, it's uh, 14. Or was wow. it 14 or 17? I'm second-guessing myself. 14 sacks by the Eagles. So. By the Eagles? Oof. Yeah. No. Well, at Back least they the did 90s. something right. Yeah. <laughs> but something they didn't do right is uh, play a very good game on Monday. Because they didn't do that. Uh, they close. got absolutely fucking stomped. By none other than yours truly, the Dallas motherfucking Cowboys. Right 41 here. to 21. Beautiful game. Melky, what's your thought? What are your thoughts on this game? Uh, well, first of all, I told you so. That's all to, that's all you Eagle fans. Not you. Oh. All you Eagle fans, I told you so. And we want to celebrate. So hit the Toonskis. Yeah. I'm I'm down to celebrate with you just as much as you're down to celebrate with me. Oh, and we will. All righty. What a game. Uh, the Eagles 
you may as well have stayed in Philadelphia. You guys are a hot mess. Um, man, like I was, lo- I'm lost for words right now. Um, Dak Prescott, 238 passing yards, three passing TDs, six rushing yards. He did have that one blemish with the fumble, which, bro, just throw the ball away. <laughs> he would have been perfect. And Zeke Elliott, 95 rushing yards, two rushing TDs, 21 receiving yards. They had no answer for us. We were, we had the same plays going, and they could not stop us. It's it's looking terrible in Philadelphia right now. Uh, barbecue Eagle, anyone? Damn boys, torch the city of brotherly love. Barbecue pigeons. That's that's what that's what we <laughs> like to have. You know what? Jalen Hurts. He put up. Pretty good game himself. Uh, 25 for 39, 326 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, I can't, I can't put it all. I can't put the blame on him. I think it was the team in general. He he tried his best to come back, but uh, there there was no go. Um, I mean, I'm giving it up to the the receivers, man. The receivers are playing absolutely lights out for the Cowboys. Even our third string receivers just killing it. Uh, that tiptoe touchdown that he had. Beautiful. Uh, we're talking about uh, Mr. Was Cedric, it? Wilson. Cedric Wilson. Yeah. Like absolutely beautiful tiptoe touchdown. Elliot had a great game. Uh, Pollard had a great game. Like everybody was just on point. Um, man. I got a question for you. Are, are they are are they the real deal right now? Like, are are, are we going to say we're the real deal? I'm not ready to say they're like put them in the conversation with teams like the Bucks and um, the Rams and the Giant or not the Giants. Ugh, ugh. I don't want to put them in the Giants either. I mean the the Niners and the Packers, but they're they're in the middle. I think. You're seeing for the first time in a long time, everything's working, offense and defense. And when your defense is shutting people down, it sparks the offense because now there's faith on the other side of the ball that we're going to get a stop. Like, look at all the three and outs that we had against them. Look at the pick six by Trayvon. Look at, um, you know, we just ran rough shot on the Eagles. A CFL team would have shown up and done a better job than what Philadelphia displayed I don't take any like onus on um, Hertz's numbers because the, I was in garbage time. We still beat him by 20 and Hertz. He looked scared. He looked like a little scared boy run, playing with men. He's not ready yet. He's a good quarterback. I, I would love to have him on my team like as a project, but he's not ready yet. The coach there is a chud. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. No, it's crying times in Philly. What's the saying? Cry, Eagles, cry. Because you're going to be doing a lot of that this season. You stink. You stink. Like my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Your feet. Your feet. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, um, Eagles, you're just, you're you're, you're going down. You're, uh, You're getting part of the NFC lease part with the Giants and Washington. Uh, Dallas is looking to take this division uh, very, very convincingly at this point. So, right now, if everything plays out, yeah, they should because I'm not scared of any of those three teams, and it is called the least for a reason. So, Cowboys representing, we them boys. You know, I told you, Eagle fans, you weren't getting it done. 
y'all suck. One, one, more, one, more, one more question, though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Cowboys and stuff, I'm wearing a T.O. jersey. Is this a sighting of Tony Romo, Terrell Owens season where, like, they went, what, 13-3? and three? No, I don't think so. The The league is – there's a, it's a lot of parity in the league. And you have – like I said, they got other teams that I feel that are ahead of them, such as the Bucks, Rams, the Packers, you know, 49ers. Uh, and then you have, like, some wildcard teams like Carolina and um, uh, Arizona. So, I mean, I think the Cowboys can play with the big boys. They showed what they can do against the Bucks. They didn't get pushed around, and obviously they upset the Chargers. Everyone's calling it an upset, and then they curb stomp the Eagles, which we again we all knew that was going to happen. So you know what? If it's a big test, big test this Sunday against Carolina, and you know this will tell a lot. This will tell part of the story for the season to come. Sounds good, man. You know what else sounds good? Let's play a little game. It's All right. called Contenders versus Pretenders. Now, I have selected the five teams that are 3-0, and and I picked one surprise team. So we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. Gooby, are they contenders or pretenders? They're contenders for the playoffs. They're a pretender for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I don't see them doing much. Their defense is good, but not that good. Their offense is good, but not that good. I think they need a little bit more time, uh, but they they will be contenders in a few years' time. I'm going to agree with you. They are contenders. Bob and um, Kevin called it. Actually, they said, look out for Arizona, so kudos to you boys. The only time I'm going to show you love on this pod. Uh, Kyler Murray's playing like an MVP uh, the defense is way better than it was last year, then, but they have a big test against the Rams this Sunday. So that will tell a lot as well. But I'm going to say they're contenders right now. Perfect. Uh, all right, let's go with oh, – let, let's let's knock an easy one off this list. The Broncos, <laughs> 3-0. Uh, pretenders or pretenders? They're the biggest pretenders on this list. Denver Broncos have a they've been fortunate that they've had a soft schedule thus far so they're 3 and 0 and I will give a little praise to Teddy Tapwater and the defense he looks great he's playing very safe right now because he knows one mistake and his his ass is grass big test again as well they play the Ravens I think the Ravens are going to stomp them I have a nice bet with Kevin um Nice 20 bones on it. I'm going to enjoy taking that. He's actually going to be here next week. I can't wait to uh, see his face when he has to virtually hand it to me. But Broncos, you're pretenders. I got a question. Would you sound like this if you got the Broncos? Oh, hold on. It's a commercial. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love it. Arcturus couldn't have succeeded without you. This will get you a little closer to that dream of yours. It's not the Dallas Cowboys, but it's a start. Drop me a line if you're on the East Coast, 
Hank Scorpio. Oh, the Denver Broncos. I think owning the Denver Broncos is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, explain to me why it isn't. Hmm. You just don't understand football, Marge. <laughs> it never gets old. Matt, you're going to see the real Broncos this Sunday. That's going to be them this Sunday. I feel sorry for them. A nice big test and the start for a downward spiral. Yes, yes. All right, who's next for you? Go with your favorite team right now. We're going to go with the L.A. Rams. Gooby, are they contenders or Super Bowl contenders? Uh, They're Super Bowl winners. At, at this point, man, I'm just – I'm loving this defense. I'm loving this coaching staff. I'm loving Matthew Stafford. I always drafted Stafford for, like, two or three years in fantasy. Like, he was, like, my go-to guy. I love him to death. He plays an outstanding game. He's just on a shitty-ass team for the longest time. Um, yeah, Super Bowl winners. They're they're not contenders. They're, they're winners. And, I mean, if they don't win this season, it's going to be a shock. I I picked them to win. I picked them to beat the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you picked I, I, I did pick Buffalo, but I, I got to change my mind because, like, okay. Buffalo ain't doing too well. Actually, Buffalo looked pretty good um, uh, last weekend. Uh, that yeah, I actually saw the real uh, Josh Allen last weekend. But I'm going to agree with you. Super Bowl contenders, Super Bowl winners, like I picked them. You finally get to see what Matthew Stafford was wasting down in Detroit. Matthew Stafford is all-world. And Cooper Cup has five touchdowns already in three games. He's just elevated everybody. Like fucking Deshaun Jackson comes out of nowhere and just runs roughshod on the Bucks, on the champs, the defending champs who had no answer for that high octane offense. I wish Robert Woods would actually do something for for once, but you can't win them all. But the Rams, City of Angels, you have a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Um, I don't know if you saw some of the highlights of that game. game. I watched the game. I'm talking about the end highlights. I'm talking about uh, a little conversation between uh, Jalen Ramsey and Tom Brady. You know, the love that's there, it's it's amazing. Uh, But Jalen Ramsey, and uh, he's like, Tom, you got to hold the ball just a second longer. (laughs) He goes, man, I got to get that out. I feel you coming kind of thing. And no, the love's there, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's that close, right? It's that close to you know what? It's it's a it's a shutdown, and yeah, the Rams are the Rams are the real deal. They look unstoppable right now. Uh, one team that I think me and you are gonna differ on are the Panthers. I think that they're contenders for the playoffs not the super bowl but they are contenders for the playoffs um that team's doing work that defense is doing work if christian mccaffrey can stay healthy i think they definitely can make the playoffs uh and they can give some teams a run for their money i don't think they'll go all the way but they could they could make the conference if they've really tried uh what do you think so not conference, but I want to just go back a little bit. See what a new environment can do wonders for? Look what Sam Darnold's doing. You're seeing 
the talent that this man had. There was a reason him and Baker and I can't remember the other quarterback for the love of me, uh, for the life of me, uh, were all in contention to be the number one pick in that draft class. Sam Darnold has a cannon and he's leading this team along with the stingy defense, which I didn't see coming. Uh, surprising the the world, surprising the NFL world, starting three and zero. They look dangerous, and they're contenders. But they're contenders if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, like you said. If he's not healthy, they're gonna dial it back a bit. But they can definitely get a wild card spot. I actually like them better than the Saints right now, and I picked the Saints. You picked them, so kudos to you. But I uh, I like them better than the Saints right now, so they're pretty scary. So I'm gonna. I'm going to say the contenders if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. Yeah, uh, I, I I definitely agree. I mean, just in general, like this this year is showing what a bad team can do to a great quarterback. Matthew Stafford, Sam Darnold, right? Like it's it's showing that your team is just bad. Not it's not the quarterback's fault. It's the team's fault. It's the coaching staff, right? A lot of people put hate on players like, oh, man, you're terrible. You're terrible. But then you put these players with a good team, a well-rounded team. Now, the Panthers' offense isn't very well-rounded, but they're just doing things right. And, yeah, it's 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 looking wonders for them. Like I said, I picked them. So uh, it's looking good. Uh, contenders for sure. Yeah, it's crazy how places like New York and Detroit are cancers and they ruin the lives of good quarterbacks. And once you're in, like I said, new environment does wonders for you. I I got one question. Do you think if Stafford and Megatron were on a different team, they would have won a Super Bowl by now? That's a great question, for one. And... I mean, it always depends on your surroundings, but probably. Or he at least would have made a trip to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to stick with surprises. And we're going to Las Vegas. Viva Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders are 3-0. and Gooby. Are they pretenders or contenders? Uh, these guys are pretenders. They're on the edge, man. They're, they're, you, they could go either way, but yeah, definitely pretenders for right now. Uh, I mean, Derek Carr's putting up fantastic numbers, uh, but yeah, I just don't see them. Like their defense is okay, their offense is okay. They're just pulling fucking rabbits out of hats at this point right now. Uh, so yeah, they're they're pretenders for me. Uh, what do you think? I'm going to agree with you for every reason you just said. Two of the three victories have gone to overtime. So they've had to pull everything out of their rears to get the job done. Uh, Carr, Derek Carr, he did something like this last year where he had them jump in uh, and then they sputtered. So there's a real test coming in Monday night against the Chargers. For that division lead, so we'll see the who's the real McCoy in that game. But right now, I'm going to give them the pretender slot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, one that I'm sure we're both going to agree on: uh, contender or contender, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks three and zero. Two and one. 
or sorry, two and one. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Uh, two and one, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, contender, contender. I mean, it's Tom Brady. It's the reigning Super Bowl champs. Uh, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski. Like their running games, okay. Stinks. Stinks. I should know. I got Rojo on my fucking bench. <laughs> they're okay. Their their defense. That's a that's a defense I like to see, but they need some work. Uh, what do you think, contenders or pretenders? Definitely not pretenders. It's Tom Brady. It's the goat. It's seven titles. Yeah, you're gonna lose. It's one small hiccup. They're gonna brush it off. There's a nice matchup against Bill Belichick and the Patriots, which I can't wait for. Look for Brady to just annihilate the Pats. It's stick it to Bill for um, for cutting ties and being a complete jack off. They're gonna they're, he's gonna get his revenge. It's gonna be sweet and savory. Uh, the defense is disappointing, but da they signed um, Richard Sherman today um, to a contract, and he's not ready yet, but he'll be back. He'll be there in a couple weeks. That should be interesting. The secondary is decimated with injuries right now, and they're allowing a lot of points. So I think this is a decent signing. You can get his leadership, and you can get you can pick his brain and help the secondary out. So I never bet against the man Tom Brady. There's a reason he's the goat. So yeah. they're they're huge pretend. They're Super Bowl contenders. Now, if Richard Sherman could start hitting people like he was hitting his father-in-law's door, <laughs> they 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 got themselves a good corner. I'm just saying. <laughs> Is that too soon? Uh, I don't know if it's too soon, but I mean, shit happens. There's videos. What, what can you do? <laughs> oh, there there's videos that we all be watching, and yes, yeah, it, sir, it was yes. not good. All right, all right. Back to another segment. Uh, it's my segment, Special Delivery. It's back. Back back by popular demand. You know, the mailman right here about to, you know, deliver some mail. Or not deliver some mail. Depends. Depends on who you are. We'll get into that, though. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. I'm going to pick two players, and we're going to talk about them. And the first player is Mr. AJ Brown, have you ever had a package arrive at your doorstep that's all busted up and it's not looking that great? And then you say to yourself, I wonder if I should just send it back. Well, AJ Brown, he's almost at that point. Okay. AJ Brown's sitting at 15.5 fantasy points for the season. On top of being injured, Julio Jones is getting the, all the love. So, I don't know what's what's going on with AJ Brown. You know what? He has been targeted 19 times in only seven receptions. And the fact that he's playing with a bad hamstring, it's looking dismal for AJ Brown. This man needs to step up his game and start commanding the ball, or you may find yourself wanting to ship him somewhere else. What do you think? Well, you can't get any love if you're not on the field. So that that's half the battle there. I wouldn't give up on him yet because when he's on, he's on. But yeah, right now he's probably that package that it's sitting there. You're debating because there's some damage control, which I blame you for um, if you're going to send it back or not. So I, I think I would leave it on my doorstep another week or two just to make just to be sure. All right. All right. So 
I'm in I'm in agreement a little bit, but uh, it's after after you come back, AJ, you need to put up or shut up. That's it. So, alrighty, Robert Woods. What can I say about Robert Woods? What can't you say about Robert Woods? You're looking at a guy who was easy a number two wide receiver last year in all fantasy lineups. Now with Goff gone, Stafford has been given all the love to Cooper Cup. That being said, this team is looking for a Super Bowl this year. I see Robert Woods gaining some points in the near future. But with his 20.3 points all season, he isn't looking like that man from last year. Not at all. This package is lost in the mail right now, and I'm sure it'll be found eventually. But for now, I would hold on to him for a few more weeks. If he doesn't show up versus the Giants in week six, I'd be looking to slap a return to sender pack, pack and slip on him and send him elsewhere. When's he arriving? I've been waiting two, no, three weeks. Weeks. I don't got that much patience, all right? Robert Woods belongs in the wood chipper because that's where he's going if he doesn't put up any fucking points this week. I'm not even starting him because I don't trust him. Send it back. Send it back right now. <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. Oh, well done. Uh, that was an- another installment of Special Delivery Part 3. There's probably another one coming this season. Look out for it. Don't trust Gooby with your mail. I've seen him lose things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually really good at his job. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's that time. It's that time for Boomer Bust. And no, we're not talking about Gooby's time on the potty. We're talking fantasy players that we project to be booms or busts. Gooby, who do you have this week on your list? All right. Well, let's start it off with a running back, Mike Davis. All right. Atlanta has been awful this year and their run game isn't helping. Mike Davis has been putting up 36 attempts for 137 yards and no touchdowns. This man is going to be a bust versus the Washington team that needs a win before they become the laughingstock of the NFC East. Washington has a good defense that needs to show up. And I think they'll get that opportunity versus the Falcons. Uh, This man's a bust this week. He's a bust the entire season. Hotlanta is a hot mess. The O-line is garbage. I wouldn't even, I would have him on my bench and maybe try and move him for something, something else, like some cornbread or something, whatever they eat down there. Uh, yeah, he's a big bust. Don't touch him. All right, who do you got going on? Well, I got the little speedster, the little engine that could, Deshaun Jackson. He posted 120 receiving yards and a touchdown in last week's raw rate. But no, I'm not going to use that word. Stomping of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, despite his success, I'm going to label him as a bust. He does this all the time. He teases you, and then he gets a big injury that makes him lost for the season. I don't trust him. Um you know what? Um, me being kosher is more likely to happen than Deshaun Jackson having a um, solid run through throughout the year on the field. So I'm going to label him as a bust just because he's injury prone. He had one good week. Look for maybe one more a couple weeks down the line. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, he's injury prone and he's just one of those receivers that gets a good game every once in a while. 
maybe three three a season, sometimes four, but don't expect much from him. Look for the matchup, but he's a bust. He actually could have had more yards. Um, Stafford went deep like four or five times with him, and he lost. Stafford underthrew it one time. He lost in the lights the other. Uh, he he can put up big numbers. He for a guy who's thirty four years old, he still has wheels, but he always gets hurt. Always, yeah. when yeah. You, especially when you trust him. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you put him on your on your starting squad, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. So all right, let's uh, let's go back to the Eagles versus Cowboys. I'm picking Dalton Schultz, tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. What can I say about this man that pulled out six receptions, 80 yards, and two touchdowns for the Cowboys beat down on the little pigeon shits last week? Well, what I can say is you're not going to get Travis Kelsey-like numbers from him every week. That being said, this man is going to be a bust versus the rough Carolina defense. Uh, They give up the fifth fewest points in fantasy for tight ends. This game is going to be all defense, low scoring, I think. I know you picked up Schultz. I know some people picked up Schultz off the wire. But for this week, I would keep him on your bench. Yeah, I'm going to actually, I don't know if we're allowed to do this, but I'm going to give him a partial bust. Because I feel like him and Jarwin share the share the load. And it, didn't he remind you of Jason Witten a little bit? Yeah. Just some of the routes great. they were running. I guess they I guess they, they, they kept the same plays. But he reminded me of Jason Witten, just the way uh just the routes he was running and you know, uh, third down uh, Mr. Reliable. For yeah, so for that, I'm gonna say he's a partial bust because you just never know if it's gonna be Jarwin or him. So for those reasons, I agree with you. I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't even touch him. He would be an afterthought. So, I mean, uh, if you play him, um, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say uh, that one little cut that he did for the touchdown almost had a Jason Witten like cut yeah. because Jason Witten always had that little stutter stop and then like the little palm move over and then he would always get a few more yards. So I had a little Jason Witten look to him and I, I, I thoroughly liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, too, because it was against the Eagles. <laughs> uh, who's your next guy? Well, it's a man that I haven't started at all, but I'm starting him this week. We're going with LSU, former LSU Tiger, Jamar Chase. And he's a big boom. I'm talking like that one where you're running to the toilet after eating Taco Bell and you just got to let go. He's that type of boom. Bro, he posted. He only had 65 yards, but he had two t- rush or two receiving touchdowns. He has four in three games. Bur- There's a reason Burroughs asked the front office to draft him. They go back. They go way back uh, in their college days. They have a rapport. He trusts him. Jamar is only getting better, and he's proven the critics wrong who said he couldn't catch a damn thing. Well, he's catching everything, so y'all can suck it. He's a boat. <laughs> There you go. Boom for him. I hope he's a bust because you have him in your starting lineup. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell. Uh, You know what, though? Speaking of running to the toilet and uh, going boom, boom, I'm going to pick the Browns over the Vikings in our Toonie bets. (laughs) That's right. Uh, The Browns are going to shit all over the Vikings. I hope so for 
uh, our friend's sake that she loses terribly. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna take a giant brown dump on the Vikings. It's gonna be yes. it's gonna be like watching a German film. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna pick the Browns over the Vikings. Who you got for your Tooney bet? Okay, well you know I'm undefeated thus far, and because I picked the sure things, I'm going with the Bills. I'm going Josh Allen. He's gonna run run a tirade over uh, the Houston Texans. They got nobody. It's in, I believe it's in Buffalo. I think it's a home game. Actually, let me just double check. I'm pretty sure it's on. I, I got, I, I got a question while you're checking though. Yeah. How about my tuny bet from last week? The Rams stomping the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, you, you pulled one out of your ass, and it wasn't just like a a, a shit that was left in there from previous, <laughs> from previous potty time. Um, yeah, no, that was that was a great game. I I would probably say that was the game of the week. Uh, oh it is in buffalo so yeah you definitely take the bills i like the way this team is trending uh everything is firing in all cylinders but josh allen i got one favor to ask you please please hook my man Diggs up okay don't send it to Diggs. all day to Diggs. emmanuel sanders has had his field day okay he's had two great games beasley measly beasley's had some games knox has had some great games I need Stefan Diggs to appear and get two touchdowns with over 100 yards to stick it to this man here because he can't be happy because when he's not happy, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, man, I hope he throws 20 yards to Diggs and then Diggs just gets like obliterated by the defense. That's just rude. And we know that's not happening because everything is terrible in Houston right now. That's true. And last but not least, the man who created this segment, um, Ba, we don't feel sorry for you because your Eagles stink, but you do make great toony bets. Why don't you folks have a listen and enjoy? Hello, everybody. Ba here for another week of toony bets. First off, I want to say I hope that that hour-long stroke offsets and you guys probably just had about the Cowboys is finished, and I doubt I'm going to be able to listen to this week's episode because it's going to be brutal. But I will admit, the Eagles looked like absolute shit. Yes, you guys were the better team and beat us, all that. I've heard it in the chat. Moving on. My bet of the week, Broncos and the Ravens, and I'm taking the Broncos. Denver's at home. I think Teddy Two Gloves is going to have a game because Baltimore's kind of weak against receivers. Uh, Denver's defense, what can you say? In honor of Kevin, pretty much all I have going on left against you guys. So Denver's winning at home. Take it. I can't wait to hear your picks, even though I'm not going to listen. Peace, boys. <laughs> Can we just end the pod here? Because that was just terrible. You know, he should lay off those sour grapes. You know, oh. it makes him sound like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, no, for, for... I, I don't know. I, I don't think it. I don't think it's going to happen. No, the Ravens are winning. I got actually uh, him and I bet a, a six pack on that as well. I got a six pack and a 20 going. The Ravens are going to go into mile high and just make the Broncos look how they always look pedestrian. There's a reason the Simpsons make fun of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the, the reason that we call them pretenders. It's the biggest ones on that list. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, watching this episode of show us your TDs. If you're not already a subscriber and wish you do so hit that follow button, hit that like button, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever we are, hit us up. 
not after 30 podcasts. I appreciate you. Uh, Melky, what do you got to say? Oh, another one bites the dust. Uh, exciting week four coming. I'm just going to let you know right now after this pod, you and I are not friends. Don't speak to me. It is on my friend. No, I'm just kidding. Gonna it's going to wait till Sunday at least. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to shit talk you uh, because we usually agree on almost everything else. It'll yes. be fun. And on a sidebar, I just want to congratulate um, my little brother, a.k.a. Calf Daddy, Hung Daddy, Muff Daddy, Cat Daddy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He wants to call himself as he is the newest member of the Wow and Mustard squad. Um, he's excited. We're all excited. He's, he's going to be a great addition. The bottle is, fi- is full again, and we're about to squirt all y'all motherfuckers in the face coming season three, um, actually around Christmas time, so I can't wait. Big ups to you, buddy. I'm proud of you. Oh, Still still waiting for that uh, certificate on whether you're adopted or not, though. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that being said, I hope everybody enjoys their football weekend. Uh, from a couple of lonely Cowboys fans. Thank you for watching. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go, Cowboys. <laughs> Jowl. Peace.